welcome everybody to this episode of the NLN podcast, Nursing Edge Unscripted, and our scholarship track. Unscripted uh, Conversations, our scholarship track, really celebrates the published work of um, some of our select nurse educators from uh, the NLN's official journal, Nursing Education Perspectives, the work that the Division of Innovation and Education Excellence is doing, and our NLN Nursing Edge blog. These conversations are really meant to embrace the author's unique perspectives on teaching and learning, innovations in this area, and the implications for nursing program development and enhancement. The episode we're going to embark on now is entitled Exploring Grit Among Black Pre-Licensure Nursing Students. And we're going to take a, a little bit of time to focus on the unique perspectives of the authors who published this in the Nursing Education uh, Perspectives Journal in the January-February edition 2020. And so I have with me today uh, two authors for this publication, uh, Dr. Amber Young-Brice and Dr. Christina Dreifers, both faculty at Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And welcome, ladies. It's just um, really nice to have you here. Thank you. Thank you, Sue, for giving us this time to share our work. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. It's great and to be here. Yeah, and Christina, we've done, we've been, I've done work with both of you, and I think my history with you, Chris, goes back a little bit further, probably the last five or six years, for sure, for even sure. longer, perhaps, when we first started our debriefing uh, work yep. <laughs> with your training. Um, so before we get into some of the thoughts and perspectives you had surrounding this, I'm wondering if... Uh, maybe Amber, you could give a brief overview about the study that you did entitle Exploring Grit Among Black Pre-Licensure Nursing Students. Uh, tell us a little bit about the study. Sure, thank you. So this study actually is a secondary data analysis where it came, came from my larger dissertation study, uh, exploring the barriers and facilitators to the success of underrepresented nursing students in a BSN program. And in that study, I found these qualitative themes about overcoming challenges, perseverance, um, having these long-term goals. You know, I wanna be a nurse, I'm gonna become a nurse no matter what. And at that time, we didn't know what grit was. It was really just starting to hit the literature. And so in the dissertation, I didn't call it that because I, I really didn't know that that existed. And so in reviewing this data again, the secondary analysis that Chris and I were able to do, we were like, uh-huh, this is grit. Knowing that the definition is that passion and perseverance to reach long-term goals, the stories that we had from the, that larger study painted that, that clear picture that students have grit. Chris, you were um, also uh, an author on this study. Is there anything you want to add um, add to the work that Amber started? Sure. Um, I think that it's always interesting when you look at data a second time, um, and particularly when you bring in a fresh set of eyes, because um, it, it can reveal different things. 
And um, I remember early on as we were going through the data and looking at the interviews, really thinking how critical understanding this piece of work and really understanding how we can best um, expand and under and and work with the stories of a diverse student population in terms of building success would be for nursing education for the discipline. Um, I think that uh, you know what we recognized early is that we brought a lot of bias to um, the table, um, and that's not surprising because even as teachers, if you think about it, you know we have so many biases we bring to our teaching role. They're implicit, they're explicit, they're unconscious, um, and and so it was really important for us to unpack and unpeel that early as we looked at the data and then to recognize how um, with fresh eyes and moving aside um, sort of the things, our, our lens, our former lens, that the information was really critical. Like there was a lot here that we as educators could use to foster success in all students. We often talk about that ladder of inference, and I bet you opened your eyes oh. as where faculty are on that ladder and trying to get down to that objective. Abs absolutely. And, and students, too. You know what? We, we had to really look at that also. And, um, you know, as we, as we think about what do students bring to the experience and, and what do faculty bring, and then how do we have a shared mental model, it, um, it, it really becomes important that we put our cards on the table and that we really go all forward together with the we're going to be successful together mantra. Yeah. And, uh, Easier said than down, done. Much, mm -hmm. much, yes, much mm -hmm. but really mm -hmm. important. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so to begin with, what I'd really like to, to start out with is just really exploring the title. I think it's a really intriguing title. And I'm wondering if you can um, share with me a little bit about where that came from. Sure. So the research study uh, that this manuscript came from was actually a larger body of work, my dissertation. And I looked at underrepresented nursing students. But with grit in particular, um, we, we focused on um, students that identified as African-American or African or American Black. And so uh, using uh, literature as a guide and mentorship, we decided to use the term Black to describe this, this population of, of these, these different folks. Okay. Um, and so when you talk about um, your dissertation work, I know that... Um, you know, one of the, the pieces that you initially talk about in, in the manuscript is really um, this gap and discuss your reactions to the literature and the data really that you collected that magnified this gap. And maybe part of that stems from a larger study before that. But if you could, you know, the, the, the manuscript speaks to this. And if you could elaborate on that, that would be, that would be helpful. Yes. So I think any of us in nursing education, we can look at our classrooms and we do notice a lack of diversity, some areas more than others. And then we think about the diversity of the nursing profession. Again, lacking diversity within the profession significantly. And so 
looking at the data to support this research, it wasn't surprising, but it was very disheartening getting those real numbers to put down on paper of what we see um, for um, those that identify as black or African-American versus those that identify white. We're a very white profession. Mm -hmm. So that, that's a, a big gap that, that we see. I noticed, oh, Chris, did you have some comments? I was just gonna add that some of it is historical um, and, and we're fighting against the history of our profession. Um, but it, this is an issue no matter where you are in the United States. Mm -hmm. I mean, we come from a large urban city where you would think that this wouldn't be an issue and, and yet it is. We know that the population of the city that we reside in um, has a large and very diverse um, community of people. And yet, when we look at who's coming into nursing, um, we're still seeing this issue, very, very gap, a large gap issue between our white students and our students of color. Mm -hmm. What prompted your interest in, um, in exploring this? Uh, I know it sounds like it's part of was part of your dissertation work, which usually generates from um, people's passions. So talk to me a little bit about the what prompted your interest in this in the first place. Sure. And I, I think that the, the interest is that we get the best care when it's from people that look like us, right? There's different cultural backgrounds and considerations. Um, we all have ways of being. And I think just this, this blatant underrepresentation under within the profession, it's just kind of glaring. And, you know, like Chris said, this is historical. Um, and so with my dissertation work, it really is, why does this continue to be a problem? And I chose qualitative methods on purpose because we can have these numbers that tell us some things, but the stories are what tell us so much more. Mm -hmm. And so this work really did tell these stories of students. Um, um, and, and in that work, it really was, you know, um, this is a goal. I'm gonna reach my goal. I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get to my goal because I wanna see nurses that look like me because I don't get to see nurses that look like me. I don't have mentors and role models that look like me. I wanna be that. And so it was this passion, this perseverance, which we now know is grit. Well, and that's so funny that you mentioned that because that was kind of my next question is that you talk about this as a psychosocial construct in, in the article. And uh, grit is a term that, you know, we've we've heard, but not as much. I mean, you don't hear it used in, in everyday language. It doesn't come up that much. And, and it's, and it's um, I don't think I've heard it much in the academic environments until I saw this article and I'd really thought about that. So, um, you know, you both um, collaborated on this. What was your interest in the concept of grit relative to how it's emerged? So let me jump in first and say what interested me was that it was something else. It seems like in nursing, we have been asking this question for a while, mm -hmm. certainly for more than a decade. How do, can we make a difference? How can we move the needle? What can we do? And many, many things have been tried and yet still here we are. And so the idea that um, 
that there might be something else, that it might be a socially constructed idea, um, that it might be something called grit. And, you know, how often we, at least in the Midwest, we hear even gritty used as a negative and yet yet really maybe this is a really positive trait that's what really captured my interest and my excitement like wow could it could it be that and and simple doesn't capture it but it but could it could it really just be that well Mm -hmm. and it's and to me it's connection to resilience correct yes Amber, you, did you have some thoughts on that? Well, bringing up resilience, I mean, we do hear that a lot. And we hear that a lot in nursing education about students that do keep going and going despite challenges. But resilience is really having that ability to bounce back. Whereas grit, you add on this piece of this long-term interest, that passion, and then that perseverance of effort. So those things together is what makes a person gritty. So it's more than resilience and that's what's neat about it. And it does fall into the realm of positive psychology. And so Angela Duckworth is who we, we kind of go back to as the one that really has brought grit to the forefront. And I love her book. I highly recommend it. Um, it's easy to find if you just Google Angela Duckworth and grit. She actually studied under Martin Seligman, who is the pioneer of positive psychology. And this is actually a fairly new area. Positive psychology started in the early 90s, and it really does focus on people's strengths and well-being. And so much of higher education, I mean, think about it. We think about deficits so much like at risk, you know, the language that we use can be more negative, whereas positive psychology is what are the strengths? What can we maximize on to foster success? And that's, that's where grit comes from. And just quickly, my interest in grit and how this kind of evolved from the dissertation was, is these, these stories of overcoming and the goals. And I'm like, you know, I've seen this. I've seen this in myself. I've seen this in my students. And now reading on it, I was like, huh, the light bulb went off. There's a name for this thing and it's grit. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. And um, and there were aspects of, of grit, um, you know, that you captured things like this unwavering goal, like you mentioned, or the attainment of, of smaller goals were often um, uh, mitigated by failures, picking up, carrying on learning more as you continue to move forward, different ways in which that was demonstrated grit. And so when you, you know, I guess I'd, what I'd really like to, to have us maybe shift to is a little bit uh, about describing how um, this piece on grit will have an impact on ongoing research. Where does this, where does this take us as we think about um using the information that you obtained from the study? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think it's important to think about where it has been used before we can go to how we're going to use sure. it because it was a little bit of a leap. Um, you know, we have some data, uh, particularly from the military, which we know that um, that that the military can be a very... Um, a steep mountain for many people who enter it, that there are many different achievements that have to be done and that it, it can really uh, challenge every aspect of your being to be successful. And yet 
grit was used successfully to help people who perhaps were at risk for not being successful in the military. And um, the strategies that they use don't necessarily um, transfer exactly to nursing, but it gives us a good foundation to build upon and to think about, okay, so then what are our mountains? And then to think about what does it take to achieve those mountains? And then uh, how can we build on the strengths of the people who have, you know, to optimize the strengths so that they too can be successful. Mm -hmm. And to just add uh, something fascinating to add to the military component was Duckworth and um, she formulated the grit scale, which we did use, or we are using now, sorry, um, the grit scale, she used it with West Point cadets, which we know is incredibly difficult. And the cadets have a two-year process in high school to just even get considered to join West Point, and they have to get a congressman or woman to sign a letter supporting them. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's so much that goes into becoming a West Point cadet, and then they do this whole candidate score that's supposed to tell, you know, how well they're going to do at West Point. She did the grit scale and found the grit scale was a stronger predictor of who was going to pass through West Point versus their whole cadet score. And so based on what we, we know there um, has uh, led to some of the work that we're doing currently. And so um, where we are now is really exciting and, and it's neat. Like Chris said, this is all things that focus on the positive side and it could be that something new, something different for us to think about in nursing education. So um, we have a study going right now on grid as a predictor of academic success in associate degree nursing programs, and that's funded through the NLN. So we're, we're doing data analysis now with all of that. And so I'm not gonna disclose too many secrets, but it's it's been very interesting and based on preliminary qualitative findings because I have qualitative and quantitative, um, based on early qualitative themes, I was picking up on commonalities with students that for some reason or another have not been successful um, or had some challenges um, along the way, which led to a different study looking at almost, you know, what do students starting their program anticipate in their nursing program? What do they perceive? What do they expect? And so that study is currently underway. And in that study, I'm teasing out Grit has different things that we can focus on to help grow grit, such as interest. Why are you doing what you're doing? The purpose behind what you're doing. And I think this fits nursing so incredibly well. Do we think of nursing as a job? Do we think of it as a career or is it a calling? And so is your purpose bigger than yourself? Um, and then we also have um, practice. How much are you giving? To be to reaching your goals. And so I think in nursing, again, like deliberate practice, there's just these, these natural connections. And then hope that you have hope in your abilities, that despite challenges, despite maybe failing a course, or that skills test did not go well, you know that your ability can overcome the challenge to reach your long term goal. So that study is underway. There's just so much interesting research going on. It is a developing area in nursing education, but we have that path from other disciplines that we can follow. And it's just really neat to see what is grit as a non-cognitive factor in the success of nursing students. What can it tell us? 
What can it help us do for interventions to support student success um, and supporting all students? All levels of ability matter here. Um, how do we just overcome those barriers or challenges? And this is maybe where grit can help us equalize that playing field. You know, you made a, a there's a sentence in the manuscript that I thought was, um, that I was really struck with. And it was, um, and this is what the sentence was, mythologizing natural talent removes the importance of grit from the consideration in a person's success. So this idea around natural talent and its relationship to grit. So I thought that was provocative and I wanted to know if, if um, either one of you would share your thinking relative to making this statement and the impact this really has, you know, on us as faculty when we mentor and guide, guide our learners. Um. So what Duckworth looked at, and this was as she was starting this work, was we all naturally go towards those talented students, right? So talent must equal achievement. And that was kind of her initial thoughts. And as she started doing her own research, she's like, there's more to talent. Talent isn't everything. It's part of the puzzle, but it's not everything. And I have a quote here from her explaining it. She says, you know, by shining our spotlight on talent, we risk leaving everything else in the shadows. We inadvertently send the message that these other factors, including grit, don't matter as much as they really do. And so that's what that line means from Duckworth, that if we focus just on talent, we're missing the rest because effort counts twice than talent. If we can do effort with talent and then effort with the skills that we're building, that's gonna equal achievement. Wow. And, and really important as we work with, um, with students who, who, are, who are diverse in nature, who struggle in certain areas, even some of our learners with some mild learning disabilities that could certainly be overcome exactly. and be yep. successful nurses, right? Yep. And although this work, you know, we, we're, we started our research in looking at students in uh, two-year degree programs, associate degree programs. Um, we did that mostly uh, to narrow the population. And we did it also with intent because when we look at the attrition rates in nursing programs, we see that the, there's a disparity in attrition rates between two-year and four-year programs with two-year programs having much higher rates. So we really wanted to get into that and really understand that. But I think that the work will continue, the research will continue because we see that this is appropriate in really looking at increasing diversity at all levels of nursing education, um, including our graduate levels, including our APRN education, including our doctoral education. We think that uh, part of this work will really inform how we as educators can um, open the door wider and uh, you know, help with the reach up and the reach down um, to help success all the way around. Yeah, I mean, it expands the toolkit for 
us because this this research will definitely highlight interventions we might not even be thinking about based on perhaps uh, assumptions we've had uh, on experience that may be so colored and and not objective, even though we think it is. This is really taking a look at another area that um, helps us to widen our perspectives as well in the way in which we reach out to our our learners across every yeah yeah and there's things we can do now already like we do know that uh fostering a growth mindset so we have carol dweck's work on growth mindset versus fixed mindset we do know that growth mindset does correspond with grit we can grow grit uh, by getting students out of that fixed mindset um and we also know that our words matter as faculty. So even though we're still exploring grit and how faculty can play a role, we do know our words matter. And so simply just saying, you cannot quit. You have the ability. So let's let's keep working on this. Mm-hmm. It really is supporting students in their dark moments when those challenges can be really tough. Our words can, can make that difference and help support their grit in them to persevere. Well said, Amber, that's wonderful. Well, thank you, um, ladies, for sharing your scholarship, sharing your insights on what will become a more important as we move along concept, especially uh, dealing with the diversity issues this nation is faced with and how we can um, continue to um, bring that together in a little bit more constructive way. So thank you for taking the time. Thank Thank you you for having us. And if you're interested in um, learning more about this work, um, I, um, I would send you to the NLN website and Nursing Education Perspectives, the 2020 January, February edition uh, for this particular study. Um, the details of that study can be obtained from there. So thank you for joining us.